0: Hang on, I dropped my phone. I suspect there's more Jacks than Joes.
1: You know, like, whenever there are duos, you always wonder the conversation, how do they choose which name goes first? So Um, it's like, if if, if we put Jack first, there are more people called Jack. So which wider audience of people if you put prominence on the Jack?
0: Yeah, but then it sounds more mundane, doesn't it? if you put the more common name first. It's like Spotify where The Beatles, it goes by B, because every every band's got the in it. If we call it Jack and Joe, it's just gonna be called Joe, Jack, and.
1: <laughs> Joe, comma Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> there we go, we got it. Uh, brilliant, I love the <laughs> Joe, Jack, and.
0: It looks great, actually. <laughs> Although it does look like we're just missing a third person.
1: Well, it sounds like we, we we're sort of a guest show, so it's it's always you know, it's always Joe and Jack, and then there's, and there's some and someone else. Maybe that could be our thing. We we call it that, but there's
0: never a guest.
1: We've got uh, the HCU to talk about <laughs> the Hollywood Cinematic Universe. The Hollywood Cinematic Universe. So we gotta get we gotta talk about two films, and then we have to connect them either by a reboot or like a crossover film. We'll just try and make them exist in the same universe and see how that goes. So the films we're going to do, we're going to do The Incredibles 1, since you haven't seen 2 yet. I have. We'll talk about it when you've seen it. Um, I can't wait for that. And Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, yes. In Groundhog Day, um, Bill Murray's character relives the same day over and over again uh, until he grows as a human being and then suddenly he stops. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. And he's, Um,
0: he's, he's driven by a desire to... Fall in love with this woman, a coworker who he didn't like to start with
1: he i i I love out there because i love i love the you you, you really get the notion that it, it you, you don't see every day but they, they they you strongly get this idea of how much time is passing because of how many moods he seems to go through
0: hm mm. Because,
1: you know you get the initial sort of um everything's confusing and then he has to learn that that's what's going on, then he tries to take advantage of it he thinks it's funny. And then it gets to the point where even, you know, he's had enough fun, but nothing's changing. So he just starts killing himself.
0: Yeah, that was a, just... a strange little sequence.
1: I, I, I enjoy that sequence. And then he tries to better himself with the time he has. So he learns to play the piano, learns everything he can about everyone in the town. And then eventually he just he wakes up again the next day. And he, he decides to live there at the end, doesn't he? Because he knows everyone there now and everyone loves him. Yeah. So it's a nice little film. And it's got one of my favourite sequences in a film, which is the date sequence, which is amazingly edited, and amazingly done. Where oh he yeah. Goes a date with his co-worker, and every time he has a misstep, um, or she reveals something about her herself, it just sort of it cuts and they redo, and you see, you see the last like ten seconds again, or last little second yeah, again, yeah. and he does the right thing. I like That's
0: the uh, I like the date with the random girl, where he, he just goes up to her in the the cafe one day and asks a lot of personal questions. And, and then, then comes back, it comes back the next day <laughs> and, and knows everything about her. That's brilliant.
1: And that's, that's, that's Groundhog Day. Uh, the Groundhog being referenced to that uh, event that goes on in that town where the Groundhog creature decides whether or not there's going to be six more weeks of winter and early spring.
0: Isn't, isn't, isn't the Groundhog called Phil and the main character is called Phil
1: and he's a weatherman? Yes, that is also part of the film. But we're mainly thinking, with the ideas that I had anyway, I'm mainly thinking about the main gimmick of the film. Yeah. You know, the, the, the main structure that, that, that sort of um, it's mainly remembered for. Um, and The Incredibles is, in, you know, in a time of all these superhero fi- films being made, Marvel and that, is still probably like the best superhero film. Definitely the best Fantastic Four film ever made. <laughs> yeah. I, sort of I really place, like that film. Takes place in sort of the alternate. 60s? 70s? 60s, I think. think. 60s, I think. So superheroes have been outlawed because of um, the damage they'd caused really early in their time because that's like the main plot, it feels, of loads of superhero movies these days. It's always, you know, superheroes are bad because they cause collateral damage. They do lots of good stuff, but no, the the politicians don't like them and there's public outcry. Mm. Um, And this guy incredible misses the old days, gets the chance to gets contacted by the shady company to do some hero work for them. Travels to this crazy, you know, James Bond island volcano base to fight a big robot. Keeps coming back. Turns out the bad guy is actually an ex-fan of his who he was a dick to. His whole family come. They bond as a family. All use their powers together. (laughs) And, you know, towards the end of the film it looks like, you know, when they save the day from the giant robot attacking the city it looks like people are starting to like superheroes again. Which, you know... It's a brilliant film. Very funny. Very well animated, and all that.
0: Yeah, it's. I've not seen it for a long time, actually, but I I have fond it's... memories
1: of it. Well, like I said, we'll have to have um, a deeper chat about this, I suppose, when we uh, when you watch Incredibles two. Yes, definitely. Because it's a, it's a tough act to follow, of course. <laughs> so let's. So the HCU. So my idea for how to link these films. Uh huh. You know, you've got to bear with me here for a second. <laughs> so, I'm. I'm imagining, you know, superpowers. They're sort of like, you know, these mutations that you know these guys have. They're born with them. They sometimes don't know they have them or whatever. I'm. I'm going to say that um, in the world of Groundhog Day, it's post uh, like criminalization of superheroes. So superheroes aren't really a thing. That's why that you know that you don't see them. They're never referenced in Groundhog Day. Um, but. Unbeknownst to himself, I think Phil Collins. not Phil, Phil Collins. No, no, Phil Collins is is someone else. Phil Connors. Sorry. So, my thought was, uh, Phil <coughs> Connors. We'll just say Bill Murray. So I don't say Phil Collins again. Uh, <laughs> Bill Murray has this, you know, a some somewhat supernatural ability. as he? Because no, no one else can notice that the days keep repeating. It's just him. Uh huh. But I think somewhere else, separately in the world, there is some sort of um, fight between a superhero and a supervillain where the supervillain, is, is, is having this effect on the world, has is, is p- placed the world in a time loop. But for some ah. reason, Phil Connors is the only one that can notice it. So all things related to his growth as a person are completely like, unrelated <laughs> <laughs> to what's going on, implying that if this you know completely separate, separate fight going on... Um, it just happened to end at the time where um, <laughs> Phil Murray was the most fulfilled. It could have just ended halfway through his suicide sequence and he just would have died. <laughs> <laughs> but like this is some complete weird byproduct or B story to another bigger fight going on.
0: I like this version. Okay, what's the uh what's the supervillain? What's the fight going on?
1: I don't know like so, um, some kind of supervillain whose power is to create these time loops, like you know the end of Doctor Strange, like it's like that. I haven't seen Doctor Strange. Okay, well, well fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, m- we'll move on to nothing. Um, or, okay, so I- either the, I don't know, like there's the, the some kind of supervillain or even superhero who is able to loop time um, in order to succeed in, in his or her task. Hmm. So that's the story we can, we can come up with to connect these films. Yeah. But that's as far as my idea goes. You've got to help me out now.
0: Do you think the, the Incredibles, the, the PARS are involved in this
1: fight? They could be. I'm not, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers for Incredibles 2, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't happen in it. Um. Oh, okay. Do they all die at the end? Everyone dies in Incredibles 2... Um, Classic family then, entertainment. You know, but Pixar, they pull up the heartstrings, there's, you know, terrible deaths. When everyone dies, their heads explode and five little coloured people run out. Um, <laughs> That'd be great, like, like
0: that scene in Kingsman where all their heads blow up, but like, yeah, exactly, all the emotions come pe- out. Pe-
1: little like, people are inside. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this, this is sort of the extended Pixar theory. Extended extended Pixar theory. Sort of thing. So in this world full of superheroes and supervillains, someone's loop time, for some reason, Phil Connors' superpower is being able to notice that. I like that we just... Basically, Groundhog Day is a B story going on inside The Incredibles. That's, that's so
0: good. It means there could be other ones where... Uh, oh, where there just, are loads of... It's not the only um,
1: time-repeat story, is there?
0: What, what if um, there's someone who's been kidnapped by someone? And that happens to be the day that keeps getting looped, so that in the in the story they they do break out, but <laughs> they, they have to live this day for. I, I just found a figure. It was three thousand one hundred and seventy
1: six days. Is that the official uh, Groundhog Day loop count?
0: Someone someone's worked it out. Yeah. Don't eight, know how they worked it out. Eight years, eight what? months, and sixteen days.
1: Jesus.
0: So imagine if- There's other cause... people
1: whose weird power happen to be noticing time loops. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Someone who's been kidnapped.
1: Yeah, so... what, a, what a
0: terrible f***ing <laughs> power. It'd be horrible, wouldn't it? Just to be stuck on someone else's timeline. Would being stuck on someone else's ti- timeline apply to like how time seems to go at different speeds depending on what you're doing? Like if <laughs> if someone's queuing for a roller coaster, is that person like is the other person on the other side of the world just like eating a sandwich really slowly?
1: Well, if they're all if they're looping doing the same thing,
0: like you, you know how time seems to change speed depending on what you're doing.
1: Do you mean like literally, or just feels like it does? It feels like it does. Oh right, okay.
0: So if like you're you're sitting in a cinema waiting for a film to start and there's another trailer and then another trailer and then another advert and then another trailer. And you think, oh my God, how long is this gonna last? Do you think that that perception of time passing would apply to someone else who can feel time l- loops? Like you're stuck on someone else's timeline.
1: So they- oh right, So you feel the same, just like, bored yeah, yeah. and frustration. So,
0: so they're having a really romantic conversation with someone that they, that they love. It re- and it and every time they say on. something, they're like, oh, another one, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they really want
1: this to be... They don't know why, but they really want it to be over.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what happens. Like, someone falls asleep and you, you miss the whole film. Like, what? I, I, that just flew by. <laughs> I...
1: <laughs> but I was going to say, what would Groundhog Day be like if everyone could notice? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible, wouldn't
1: it? <laughs> if everyone was like, oh, my God, this has happened before. It... For eight years. <laughs> well, that would
0: just be. If everyone noticed, then nothing. I'd, it wouldn't really be Groundhog Day, would it?
1: Yeah, but if like if if the same sort of if the um like the same blizzard kept happening and like you know radio stations that were getting yeah. outside Punxsutawney were all being the same every day, and all the rest of, all the rest of the world was different was was repeating, but just this like instead of one person, just this whole town.
0: I tell you what, this Felt is a really, a really good repeating. original film idea that we should do.
1: Okay, well, we got to cut this out of the podcast so no one else is.
0: <laughs> it's the kind of thing that's original and not original because it's completely ripped off from Groundhog Day, but it's an interesting idea. It would just be like an an evolving personal drama, with the same natural events happening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's like, um, it's like we, we we it's like when we pitch anything, Joe. Like you, you have to have something to be able to relate it to. So it's like. Okay, so, imagine Groundhog Day, but everyone knows time is, repeat- is repeating. And someone just goes, isn't that, just like, real life or something? <laughs> what's, what's the drama? Yes, but, okay, not everyone, but, like, a larger group <laughs> know what's going on or something. Oh, that'd be great if one, one town... That's good. I want to make that. So, Yes, yeah, so if any new person was entering the town that day... Like people who travel to come see the groundhog, every day they come into the town. Yeah, and because they're from outside the town, they don't notice it. So all these people have seen the day repeat. This person drives back in. What's going on the groundhog day? Why is everyone acting so weird? (laughs) (laughs) Why do these people know me? That's like horror film waiting to happen. Surely it's like you go. It's like you know you go into like the weird place um like this weird community of people where they all act a bit strange you're the outsider and they don't and they don't tell you what's going on you find out the horrible secret um you've actually come here every day for the last eight years and they know but you don't know and that's why they know things about you. like you go in they already know things about you because they've known you for weeks that is
0: brilliant that's amazing
1: if, it's a really creepy vibe like if you, t- like, you
0: tell it from the perspective of the person who's just come in
1: yeah like they, they think they're going in um, to see some like it, like um, they're either like a tourist. There's some like weird little you know local event going on, like uh, the guarantee thing, or even they they are journalists. They're reporting it, like yeah, <laughs> Phil Connors. What if what if they like but everyone knows who they are because they've they've actually been there loads of times. What
0: if on on the day that they get there and they realise everyone knows who they are and they find all this out, they they like see something, like I don't know some magic crystal or something, something stupid, that makes them get stuck. So they start reliving the same day and see themselves arrive every day.
1: Oh my God, it's horrifying. If they can enter the Groundhog Day. But, but if it works, it's like, um, it's like Groundhog Day, but you only see one day. But it's implied that a million other days happened and you can, they can find evidence <laughs> of it. Like, they find like, he finds pictures of himself there or something. No, there wouldn't be pictures, but- That wouldn't make they... sense. Mm. Yeah. But the people, they would know things about him, and they would know things before he did them. Yeah. And he keeps getting... And, um, oh no, oh, the, hmm. I, like, I like this idea. It's, it's really good. So we need to come up with some kind of superhero-supervillain battle in which time is looped, and for some reason Phil Connors is the only one who can notice it.
0: Yeah. How would... <clears throat> it's, it's a difficult oh. story to come up with because... Whoever's fighting this supervillain wouldn't know about the time loops either.
1: Well, maybe they would. Okay.
0: Okay, would. so what if- Oh,
1: no, wait, I can see it. Wait, okay, I... I, I've got, I've now got another idea. Okay. Okay, so, it's the supervillain and, and superhero. This supervillain, um, it's not his power to loop time, but it's, it's a thing he can do. It's part of his master plot, so he can never be defeated by the superhero. They fight all the time. And he always loses. So he's created this thing so when he, he's gonna pull off this, this dastardly plan to I don't know, like blow up the moon. Let's say he's gonna blow up the moon, Joe. He's gonna I don't know why but he's gonna he's gonna blow up the moon.
0: Well what, but the well, super, what if the superhero what if... keeps
1: defeating him? So he keeps so, so he keeps having to reset the day and however he changes it, he keeps losing. So the story isn't actually about the superhero, it's about this supervillain learning about the futility of his violent actions. And he changes his ways, and by the end, so then instead of blowing up the moon, he has to, he has to persuade the superhero to stop fighting him because he, wants, he needs to convince him he's good now. But from the superhero's point of view, he had, you know, yesterday he was blowing up, probably trying, also trying to blow up the moon. But now he's, the, he's, he's lived this fight so many times, he's aged and he's changed, and he needs to. Uh, he's I quite like that. Of his time.
0: What's the, uh, the main villain called in Incredibles 1? Syndrome. Syndrome, of course. What if, what if that's one of his powers? And the Incredibles... Well, he doesn't have any
1: powers. That's his thing.
0: But what if he's... he's he can loop time.
1: One of, his, one of his inventions loops time.
0: Yeah, and what if... The Incredibles is just one of the loops where he
1: failed? Oh, so, so the, the, the whole plot of The Incredibles plays out until the last day where he sends off the robot... It beats him up, and he keep asking him to reset time. So yeah. just before he falls into that um, that engine turbine and gets horribly <laughs> massacred.
0: Oh yeah, that's what happens. I forgot about that. So yeah, what if what if every time that happens, he restarts the whole thing?
1: I'd I'd love this because you know it starts off he's evil, but you know a bit like how Phil Connors starts off as a dick that you not you know you, you sympathize with him because it's uh, Bill Murray. Mm. Um, but he's a dick, and he's a dick to everyone, um, and, and he finds it difficult to convince, um, especially this uh, his coworker, that he's changed, that he's a good person. Because from her point of view, just uh, you know, just the night before, he was still being a dick. Hmm. So syndrome. He's not trying to blow up the moon. He's trying to. What was his plan again? He was. He was gonna um, become a superhero because he killed all the other superheroes, um, <laughs> and then he's gonna sell all of his technology and become rich and. Or something.
0: He wants to be Batman.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but also, but it involves a lot of murder and destruction of public property on purpose. Yeah. Which is how you know you're a bad. If you don't, if you do it by accident, you're a hero. If you do it on purpose, <laughs> you're the bad guy. So, his, so his other secret power was that he could loop time. So that that fight keeps playing out, but he keeps losing. Yeah. And eventually, somehow, his love for superheroes is rekindled. He decides he doesn't want to be evil anymore. He realizes the whole thing is pointless. And he then needs to try and persuade them that he's a good guy and changes his ways and helps work with them to well, make what if life better. I don't know.
0: You remember, didn't he have, like, an assistant lady in The Incredibles?
1: Yeah, uh, Mirage.
0: Yeah. What happened to her in the actual film?
1: So she, she worked with him but um, didn't like him that much when he was being, like, too evil. She didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So eventually she, um, she helped save um, Mr. Incredible that's it and she gets she sets up the rocket for them so they can fly over to uh, the big old city where the robot fight's going down
0: okay well, well my thought is if he's got a machine that loops time she would probably be aware of it too so oh, yeah what if the reason that the incredible's works is because she helps but over oh, okay. over many many loops she realizes that being Good is futile, and it just wears her down, and she gets more and more evil.
1: Oh, right, so, so she keeps... So in the first few loops before the Incredibles that we all saw and loved as children, um, they actually lose repeatedly, but she keeps looping time to give them the opportunity to win, yet this breaks her spirit to watch um, Syndrome win all these times.
0: No, no, the other way around. um, Yeah, yeah. She helps The Incredibles all the time. And
1: Uh
0: over many, many repeated exposures to this plan going down, she gets worn down and eventually sides with Syndrome, which is how we break the loop of The Incredibles.
1: Oh, oh, is she she doing the looping or is it still Syndrome? Still Syndrome. Oh, I thought she was doing it like she was staying on the island and engage the big loop machine every time Syndrome won. No. Okay. That'd be cool. So, so she, she also is aware of the looping. Yeah. And eventually decides not to help the Incredibles. <laughs>
0: yeah, she gets tired.
1: But what's going on this whole time is Groundhog Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just somewhere in another part of America where they're trapped Because there's that blizzard going on. So um, like the phone lines are broken and stuff, so they're not getting any information about this supposed like you know giant robot attack. I think it's like an alien or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, like an a- an alien attack, but they're completely isolated. This is, this whole B story is going on in, <laughs> in this place in America. Yes, oh I like it so much. <laughs> so what happens in the end? So obviously when the looping stops, Phil Connors is a Phil person, and he just decides to stay in Punxsutawney. Mm-hmm. But what's happened to the Incredibles?
0: They've died, and They've died. Syndrome has killed.
1: won. Syndrome's won, he sell, sells all his inventions so everyone gets flying boots.
0: But what happens when um, Syndrome wins, and then, a, less than a week later, the Underminer breaks out of the ground in the middle of New York? Oh,
1: shit. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets to fight the Underminer. <laughs> Oh, surely, and then, you know, if he loses that fight, because, like, Syndrome is kind of shit, Like, he loses the fight quite quickly in The Incredibles. His yeah, own robot, he's not very like, good. He invents an AI that outsmarts him and then gets, um, gets, like, thrown into a jet turbine. Um, so he has to keep fighting the underminer. you know, he has to keep looping it every time he fails. So eventually he would get, lose his mind as well. Uh-huh. And then he becomes a super, and then he just becomes a supervillain again. <laughs> that is a question i always have of the incredibles universe which is yeah they, they they you know made it illegal to be a superhero made all of them go into hiding and stuff but what about all the supervillains surely they didn't all just go oh, go, all right we should pack up and leave now <laughs> guess i guess i guess there's no point trying to blow up the moon um were
0: there no, supervillains
1: yeah there were loads of supervillains like he, he fights in, in the opening he fights um what do you call it, um, Bon Voyage? What happened to Bon Voyage? He got away. <laughs> yeah, it went, went on holiday, Bon Voyage. The, <laughs> yeah, he got all that money from the, from the vault and just left.
0: <laughs> That's what I always wondering. What, what happens to supervillains when they succeed? Surely things aren't that bad. Like, they get a lot of money.
1: But there was like, the, um, in the, in the, if I recall, in the cape um, death montage, <laughs> It yep. sh- like a guy got a guy got his um, thing snagged on a rocket. He beat up some guy who was going to fire a rocket at a city, but his um, he turned it away from the city. But his cape got stuck on it. So yeah. they were like, you know, not just stealing money; they were trying to kill people and shit. So did that stop, <laughs> or did it turn out like you know the US police and army are just are just as efficient?
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe the American education system improved, and we didn't end up with. <laughs> supervillains after the heroes would. I mean, surely if there's if the super
1: they all, they all try they all try into.
0: Maybe they, they they go hand in hand. Like, you get super villains and you also get superheroes, but they they feed on each other. Like, if there weren't any villains, you wouldn't need heroes. But if there weren't any heroes, maybe the super villains would just be normal villains.
1: It's like the like the Batman thing. It's like the Batman and the Joker they get. They like sort of in their weird way, they need each other without yeah. all the super <laughs> without all the super villains. I like to think after like superheroes were criminalised. Super villains still did stuff, but not for very long. Like, they, they sort of, you know, they, they went crazy, they, they, they stole loads of money, they blew up the moon. But then they got bored really quickly because no one stopped them. There was, there was no challenge. So they all just, you know... Yeah. They all, they all got rid of their uh, secret identities or whatever. <laughs> then they went into politics. Yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> they went into politics and onto, onto Wall Street... Okay bankers or whatever the f- <laughs> <laughs> so they could get their evil evil kicks in this new world <laughs> just be bankers
0: so, is that what we're gonna go for then hashtag Joe jack and I mean we, we, I mean we can have a hashtag I mean anyone could have a hashtag what we, what we gonna do with it well, we, we, just to to find out if anyone ever listens to that this so if if you're listening to this now even if you don't really use Twitter very much just just please let us know. We are nobodies. We, we have no audience. If, if you ever listen to this, just tweet. <laughs> hashtag
1: JoJoCant.